welcome back to another podcast. Man, like this is, um, it's been cool to be doing this, you know, for, we're going on episode, I believe this is episode 12. Mm -hmm. uh, And just the amount of seeing God just move in conversation and how God is just revealing different things to us. It's pretty cool. Um, but to kind of jump into this, uh, my, it's kind of where my thoughts are at for this next one um, and where we're kind of going is before going forward for anything, uh, sometimes we have to go back to where it all began, going back to where it all started. Mm. So kind of what I wanted to talk about today, Ashton, is um, where does it all start for us where did it all start like where's the simplicity of this and th- th- i preface this all with um growing up uh for me i when i uh, be prior to joining the military um you know a lot not a lot of our listeners know this and know this story um, but i used to be a uh, i was a i was a pastor i was a youth pastor for a while mm-hmm. and um went to college went to bible college and going through that uh, was great and my what was shaped me and molded me during those those times was just the community of people and believers in the uh, just the simplicity of it all like I think looking at that compared to where I'm at now and the things I've experienced now I didn't really I look at it and I go I didn't really truly experience the world like going back to that like mm. there's some things and there's some uh I was talking to you prior to you coming over. I was watching um, Stephen Furtick from Elevation yeah, Church. Yeah. And he was talking to you. He was talking about how simple it was when he was growing up uh, with his wife when they were when they were starting ministry together. And he started singing some old school songs. And I was thinking about that myself of when I was growing up, um, being homeschooled. And, you know, both of us have been homeschooled and mm-hmm. different things like that. Growing up in the church. There was just something that was just so cool of like, oh man, going to church camp and experiencing God then and there, but it was just, it was so small and unique and, and looking at that. And I remember what my heart felt like in those moments of just giving it all to, to God. Mm-hmm. And so what I want to talk about today though is, is going back to what it felt like when you first gave your, your life, mm-hmm. uh, to, to Christ and, and saying like going back to that and really thinking about that really helps us when we look at that and we go back to what was rooted in mm-hmm. our lives, transforms us and kind of propels us into to the future. But in order to go forward, sometimes we have to, we have to look at the, look at the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. I, uh, so my journey is probably cookie cutter in some ways, but it gets convoluted throughout. So I'll, oh, I totally understand. I'll do my best to uh, to make it clear. Um, so I could not have been placed into a better home, um, better parent. It just could not have happened. My parents are um, beyond what I could have asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I grew up knowing knowing the Bible, knowing Christ, going to church, um, doing, um, 
doing life, uh, you know, in, in faith. Um, love sports growing up, still love sports. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my, you know, sole goal as a kid was to be a professional athlete, you know. Um, all that to say that at the age of seven, I prayed the sinner's prayer. Mm-hmm. So it, for some who are listening, like, oh, you were saved when you were seven. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't. Because of the way that I acted and the way that I chose to live my life. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I knew, I knew God, I knew the Bible, you know, a little bit. Um, never really was a consistent reader of the word. Never really uh, prayed that much. Um, went to church every, you know, every Sunday with my family, but it never really made it my own. Um, and in high school, um, you know, I had some bumps in the road. Um, I was, you know, like you, I was homeschooled. So uh, I was homeschooled all the way up till my freshman year of high school. And then my freshman year of high school, I, I went to, um, you know, public high school. Yeah. And, you know, I had some things that happened to me um, where, you know, I made some poor decisions. Mm-hmm. I lied about some things. Um, you know, I was dealing with, um, some self-worth issues, um, because I had been homeschooled and then thrown into a public atmosphere. And for me, I, I realized that, you know, I needed the, um, what I didn't know is I needed Jesus that whole time, right? That's really what it came down to. Um, so I made some stupid decisions and I did some stupid things. Um, but my senior year of high school, um, I went on a missions trip with um, uh, a, a local church that yeah. I grew up in. And um, that's when I really would say I committed my life yeah. um, to Christ and uh, made a decision that, that this was for me, you know, um, that I wasn't riding on the coattails of my parents. I wasn't, um, you know, doing things that just because other people were doing them, I was doing them. I actually made a decision that this is for me. Yeah. And more importantly, that God is for me, you know. Um, and all this to say that that whole period of time in my life prepared me for my next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't, I enlisted immediately after high school and I went into the military and I'm still in the military. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know that those things that I had gone through were going to shape me and mold me to get me to the place where um, I would pursue a specific career field in the military. So because I had these quote unquote identity problems growing up and I was trying to find myself and in, you know, who I was. So I, I, I tried to pick this tough guy career to basically have this identity of being a tough guy. And then fast forward 10 years, I fail a course and all of a sudden my, all my, my walls come crumbling down because I had found my, you know, and our listeners have heard this in the, in past episodes, but I found my identity in, in yeah. what I was doing. Um, and so my senior year of high school, I have this, um, commitment to Jesus and then fast forward, you know, nine, ten years after that, and my walls come crumbling down, and I'm like, wow, I, I did not make Jesus the most important thing in my life. Um, and like you said, you have to, at times, look back 
and realize, okay, he made, he pulled me through these things and then I made a commitment. Now I, I can go through all these other things and, and you just, you're just realizing that if I'm not, you know, we use the term dying to self, mm-hmm. you know, on a daily ba- basis, I'm going to start doing me and what I want. Um, and so, you know, that, that's kind of my, you know, kind of, uh, short story long version of of where you know where i came from and what where where i'm at now um but why don't you share with us kind of kind of your journey and 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 what you where you're at it's you know we talked about i just had mentioned it a little bit but man it's kind of similar to you um kind of go back a little bit on that is i'm i was adopted adopted at birth grew grew up in a great loving home um my parents are a great, a great Christian home. Um, raised me really well. I have great values um, in the home. Uh, was homeschooled early on, uh, all the way up. Same things, similar situation. Was homeschooled up to uh, high school. Uh, I, because I was so involved in sports, same thing. You know, we were talking about enneagram yeah. <laughs> numbers. Yeah, it. yeah. You know, that might be another conversation we'll have on here. <laughs> But we, we, we talked about how much you and I are alike, and yeah. both we're both Enneagram threes, and yes. the fact of we're achievers, and we try we push to, uh, push towards that. Um, but yeah, so I went to went to high school. I uh, was played in sports. One of the things my dad always had told me was, "Don't have any regrets," and he was like, "Do do do everything you can," uh, because you don't want to look back and say. Man, I wish I would have. Mm. I wish I would have done this. Or I wish I'd done that. Mm-hmm. Do everything that you want to do. And so I did, man. And I think that's the, the that's the thing that was cool about going through high school uh, and experiencing that. I got to experience so much, yeah. uh, good and bad. There were some things, like you said, some identity issues, some things that I I realized that uh, for me, for a long time, uh, some of the things that I was dealing with was always just not being good enough. I was good, but not being the best. Mm. I could reach, I could achieve things, but I just, I was just right there. You know, I had, there was always a star athlete and, you know, I I knew him fairly well. And, uh, he was always, you know, he, he had all all the accolades. Everybody liked him and that I had good friends and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, he, he was the one that got all the, the, Start. I mean, mm-hmm. we we knew each other. We were, were good and, and stuff. But I was like, man, why do I always gotta be second fiddle? Mm. <laughs> and, and I realized that. And uh, I think for what that really prepared me is like we were talking about where we're, where we're headed now, mm-hmm. and where God was constantly showing me that it's not about being upfront and about doing those things, but to be where I want you to be at for the, at that moment. Where that's where that's taking me now is when I got up into, through high school, graduated high school, I went on a similar, I went on a missions trip too with my church, mm-hmm. uh, went to Mexico, um, and got to really just experience the uh, rawness and the realness of preaching the gospel to people, mm-hmm. um, and to just reaching, and I remember taking, I had my Bible, my first, my first Bible that I'd ever had, and I remember giving that away uh, to a kid. I didn't know, and I just gave that away. And I did it again when I was in um, when I was in college. I went on another mission trip. I went to Jamaica, which Jamaica is pretty nice <laughs> in that way. And it was yeah, it was you know I look at it and it's like was that really a mission trip? But 
it kind of got me the itch of realizing that like there's just so much more into yeah. the mission field and that there's a lot of people that don't know who who God is right. uh, so with that um, you know like I said I grew up going to going to church um, I had a youth pastor that really invested his life uh, into me and invested mm-hmm. time into helping me grow as a person mm-hmm. as a leader but I don't think I realized what God was truly preparing me for until I would say even about a couple of years ago where I started feeling like you know what this is what why I went through what I went through and all the things that I was going through um, back then as a kid and that's why I said I wanted to bring this up is because I think we look at this and go, um, our experiences, our circumstances, our first love is what really helps us to stay, just to stay grounded yeah. and assured. And I think, you know, what you were talking about, too, about just the, when you made that, that's a commitment. What was you? You know, what were you really saying when you made that commitment? Right. And I think that's something that I, I look back to is I remember um, being at being in uh, high school. You know, with my I was I think I was seventeen, um, but I remember being at a church camp and I remember having a conversation with God. I remember the the speaker talking about it and saying, "Are you? What's God calling you to do?" And are you willing to follow what his calling is for your life? And I remember thinking in my head, like, I just want to do what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. God, you know, are you calling me to become a youth pastor? And then, like I said, I went to school to be a youth right. pastor because that's where I felt God was calling me. Right, right, right. But what I realized even more was that God was just calling, God was calling me to say, hey, I want you to go and be a disciple maker. I want you to go into, and what that's going to look like it's been a journey of, you know, right. higher proportions. I look and go, man, like, I never would have expected how the stuff that I experienced, stuff that I've learned going through college, um, the counseling uh, classes, the preaching classes, the the uh, things that I experienced, the Bible teaching, um, has all been wrapped up into now and what we're doing now yeah. to this podcast, to people that we're in small groups with. I have I have pastored more people now than what I pastored when I was when I first started. Wow. And I say that because what we were talking about was and it's kinda of turning the corner, it was, you know, what is a degree? Mm. <laughs> you know, what is a degree? I look at it and I say, I have a degree that says, you know, I have a degree in pastoral ministries and but really what what is all that? Like, are we, we're called to, to be disciple makers. That's what, that's what we're really, what we're looking at and talking about the great, great commission. And, um, we were talking about earlier, we were talking about how this podcast and the people that we've been able to influence in, um, also just within our small groups. So in some aspects we're pastoring people and shepherding people in, in our capacity and, with that, it comes a responsibility. It comes a, a it comes from, with some great weight mm-hmm. that we never really thought we were experiencing in, in trials mm-hmm. in frustration. But we look at it and we go, 
the experiences that the things that we've went been through was in such a, for such a time as this mm-hmm. like the things that we talk with a lot of people about we've been through or mm-hmm. we've been experienced um, mm-hmm. and we know how to converse it and so and go through that with them so uh, but what I really just kind of been thinking about is just going back to like our first love of just really wanting to be following Christ but not realizing when we made that commitment yeah. <laughs> what God was going to do. Yeah, and I know I've shared this with you before. Um, you know, when I was in junior high, um, you know, some basically I had a an experience um, where it just left me feeling like I, I didn't have much self-worth. And, um, you know, a lot of people that know me now probably... I mean, maybe they wouldn't say this. I don't know. But probably would say, you don't seem like you have a self-worth issue. And my, my wife tells me, she's, you know, all the time, she's like, if anything, you got some pride issues, you know. And I'm praying through that. I'm working through it. Um, but, you know, all that to say just that, you know, having dealt with a lot of identity issues over my life and having to constantly realign my spirit, you know, with, with the Lord's, um, all the time. Uh, one morning I was, you know, reading the word and, and, you know, it says in there, Thomas is talking to Jesus and Jesus asks, he says, do you love me? Mm-hmm. And, and Thomas is like, of course I do. And you know, I love you. And he says, then take care of my flock. And he, he says, Thomas he says, do you love me? He's like, yes. He's like, then oh, you're talking about with Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and he says, you take care of my flock. Mm-hmm you know, take care of my flock. And, you know, just like you said, uh, you know, for the longest time I've been asking myself, Lord, like, what, what do you want me to do? What, what does that look like? What, what I'm pushing, like, I I want, I want to serve you. I want to live for you. What does that look like? And, you know, I think about, I think I've mentioned this song before, but that song by Danny Gokey, that's love God and love people. Mm -hmm. And it's just been so apparent to me that God's like, listen, your your mission is to love God and love people all the time, you know, yeah. um, and, and take care of um, the things you can take care of. Control what you can control, you know, pray for those who can, who come to your mind. Talk to the people that, that, that you have influence with yeah. and, and um, you know, but like you said, of the reminder of where you came from, you, you start to see that those were all stepping stones to where you're going and what God has in store for you. You know, and I love the fact that, that you brought this up of like, it's, it's really good for us to take that step back and look where we've come from and, and where God's brought us, you know, um, it's, it's, it can be super, um, opening and, and helpful. I wonder if you've had this conversation with your wife. I know I've had it with mine and I, I told her, uh, probably about three weeks ago, I think I told her, I said, you know, it's crazy to see where God had you when we first met you, when I first met her, and to where he, what God's doing with her with her now, yeah. where she was like, man, I don't want to, there was things that she was like, I don't know if I could be a military spouse, to, mm-hmm. to being like, yeah, she's a military spouse, but it's been totally transformed into something totally different than what she ever would have thought, um, to, she wasn't sure how, you know, she was going to be with wanting to be in a small group. Like, that was something I fear for her. That Like, I don't know if I can handle making more friends and 
potentially having to leave or having to be because you know how how our careers work. And she's really just taking it in stride and said, I'm going to invest in life and that church is so important to me. And like, I don't want to, you know, Christian walk with others is so important to her. And I've just seen her life totally transform. Um, but it's funny, I also look at it and I tell her, one of the things I've noticed with her is she gets up early in the morning um, to find time with God. And it's something I've always loved about her. And I remember early on just knowing that that's something that she's always done since she was a kid. You know, we've known each other since we since we were younger and um, middle school, high school. And just seeing that and I go, man, like she's going back to her what, what has rooted her mm. and, what's, and what has what set her on fire yeah. of just who she is and, and to love her, you know, to love our kids well and to love people well. And I kind of look at that same thing was like, I realized, man, the fire that I, I grew up with, with just getting into the word of God and wanting to just share with people the importance of God's love and loving on them was so important, so vital. So, I guess this, you know, this episode is more of a reflection, yeah. <laughs> uh, reflection time. Yeah. But I think it's good to have that, and I want our listeners to kind of look at that and say, you know, what's their what's their reflection story? What's their story of where it all began for them? Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't have that story yet. I'll be honest. Maybe some of our listeners don't have that story. They're like, I don't know. My my relationship really fully hasn't started yet with God, but. I think that's where that's where it is, and maybe it starts now, but sooner rather than later, I think they're gonna look back and go, "Man, now I know where that story starts." And uh, yeah, so I wanted just to I wanted us to talk about that for a little bit, uh, in doing that. But uh, what would you what would you say uh, to our listeners about? is the hardest thing about looking back at, at your at your story. Oh, I have the I have the perfect answer for this yeah. one day. <laughs> I actually shared this with a couple of buddies of mine the other day. And to our listeners, you guys are probably going to laugh at what I'm about to say, but I'm just being transparent. So I remember when I was about 16 years old, and I remember seeing a goofy recruiting video for the military, and it was about for some special ops dudes. And they were they were doing all these super cool stuff, and... Uh, they were doing some dive stuff, and um, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, man, if a dude could do that, accomplish that, there's nothing this dude couldn't accomplish. And especially, like, the dive stuff. Like, man, if somebody could do that, like, man, that, that dude, like, has got it together. You know, being 16 years old thinking this. About that same time, I remember being in the gym, and I watched a guy bench press 400 pounds. And... For some of our listeners, maybe that's not a lot. I thought it was a lot. <laughs> I still think it's a lot. Um, and I remember, but I remember having the cognitive thought of like, man, if somebody could accomplish that task, like what this dude could accomplish anything. Right. Um, and I remember, um, you know, thinking to myself, man, if 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 somebody could do those things, like they must be emotionally unstoppable. You know, I remember having, having this thought, you know, and, you know, just talking to our listeners, I've actually accomplished both of those tasks in my life. And yet I don't feel any different, Dave. Mm-hmm. I don't feel emotionally unstoppable. 
I don't feel like something special. And all this to say that when we realize that we put things in our mind in a place that, in a, in a human place that's, that's so off. But if we replace it and say, wait a minute, if the Lord has brought me through these things and the power of the Holy Spirit resides in me, the resurrecting power of Jesus, and having had these experiences, what could the Lord use me mm -hmm. to do? Right. And so that's kind of what I want to leave our listeners with is like, forget all the things that you think are going to make you great or going to make you emotionally tough or going to make you what you want, you think you want to be. Christ has already, he's already accomplished it for you. And it's a free gift waiting for you. And he's just saying, listen, Accept me so I can take you to places you never thought possible. And so I just want to leave our listeners with that. That no, no accolade, no accomplishment is going to get you there. Right. It's... <laughs> I was watching uh, NBA Finals last night. Lakers, you know, for... Well, people should, should be hearing spoiler alert. Lakers win. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> LeBron James is talking, um, and he get, he's getting interviewed, and I watched this interview this morning, and one of the things that he's talking was, like, they asked him, he's like, you know, as he's talking, he goes, you know, 34-year-old me or 35-year-old me would could do work against 23-year-old me. He was like, I would, you know, I could take him all day, and he, he basically was just saying that, like, you know, dear younger me, I wish you would understand what you know and the knowledge you would have now, you know, 10 years, some late years later, 17 years later, he goes and goes, I, I figured, I, I figured some things out. And I, I kind of look at that. And that's why I said, I wanted to say this is there's things that, you know, there's a song that says, you know, it's like dear younger me. It's like, <laughs> and I think that's what we have to, we're looking at is to our younger selves, which sometimes often is our listeners. You and I have a, a friend of ours that we, we say reminds us of us, and we look at him and we go, hey, we want you to take note of, what, right. of the mistakes and things that we've done. And I think it's that is, if I could do anything sooner, it was to surrender something, or surrender earlier. That's right. Like, That's right. man, there's nothing, there's nothing else in this world more than just following Christ. Like, making a decision yeah I get it. but you know I think there's a process of that like it comes with experience it comes with time and I think that's something unique to think about when I, you know as I go forward to saying our younger selves when we look at it and we, and we look at our younger selves is we don't always have the experience and we don't have it all together but if I could tell my younger self <laughs> that yeah. um, is to surrender surrender earlier like you said and uh God will wreck you. He'll wreck you. And I think that's something I think we did surrender ourselves to God earlier, but I don't think we realized what what he was going to do. And uh, it doesn't come without its challenges. does not. We don't have it figured out for sure, like we talked about. And we, we, we preface that all struggle. the time. It's a daily, daily struggle. struggle. But um, it's how we learn. It's how we grow. It's how we develop. So... 
yeah, I think you know, this is a little shorter episode, but we really, I really wanted to get that one out there. I wanted yeah. to talk about it because I think it was, it's kind of cool to reflect back, uh, to laugh and joke at some of our craziness. Right. Um, but to our listeners is, what's your story? What's your thoughts? Yeah. Um, what ma- what makes you who you are? And uh, look back at it, but also look, when you look back, it's going to also help you to look forward. Yeah.